Employee Branding Podcast. My name is Susanna Rantanen and I am your host and the source of modern employer branding. What I hope will be inspiration and education. This podcast is fairly new and is sponsored by our family business employee experience agency Emina. We are a Finnish boutique agency specializing on business storytelling to match your talent minds with company mission. In this episode of the Modern Employer Brand Podcast, I'm going to share with you the uh, key elements of the Modern Employer Branding method that I've created. to the first episode of Modern Employer Branding podcast, I opened up about the Modern Employer Branding ideology and thinking. So in case you didn't listen to it yet, at least take a look at the blog post for this episode. You will uh, get more out of uh, this particular episode if you have the sort of the background to what Modern Employer Branding is. You can find uh, it at modernemployerbrand.com slash podcast one. But let's talk about the modern employer branding method. So as we know, social media and digitalization have both impacted the overall marketing and communications online in the most radical manner. And I guess the most you know, remarkable changes for companies are that at least we are now you know, we can be fully independent in getting our messages across to our audiences. Uh, we are no longer dependent on whether, let's say, a journalist in a business uh, paper picks up our press releases or our emails about suggesting stories for them. There is no proper need anymore to have a story on print, I don't think, at least not here in the Nordic Europe. And also, anyone with content creation and social media skills can do marketing and branding in socials in a very cost-effective manner. Furthermore, in comparison to the times before social media and digitalization, companies are really no longer interesting, but people are. And that's also why especially B2B corporations are in a bit of a trouble with social marketing because, you know, they have all these restrictions and guidelines and rules how to do marketing on behalf of the company. The uh, modern employer branding method, in its essence, it leverages the opportunities social media marketing and social selling can offer to us. Uh, It immerses itself into the target audience minds and hearts with relevant content. Relevant content is content that responds to those needs that, for example, you and I have about, you know, becoming informed, uh, becoming inspired, becoming educated and becoming entertained. Our talent target audiences, they have the same needs towards content that they look for or pay attention to online. The modern employee branding method also utilizes content in a versatile manner. 
So you have blog posts, you can do articles, you can create different kinds of images, image stories, infographics, you can do videos, podcasts, slide decks, social media posts, and so on, in order to win attention and drive engagement of your audience and of your ideal audience. Also, uh, modern employer branding method takes advantage of uh, what I call sort of a little bit specific and special communications tactics, such as storytelling, persuasive marketing, as well as leveraging, but I have to highlight, in a most ethical manner, tactics that can influence people's behavior and people's thinking. Modern employer branding method is also based on a very, you know, strategic, bland, result-oriented and consistent manners in order to deliver a quantifiable value for the business. I find that most often HR marketing is really none of this. And lastly, but not leastly, I guess, modern employer branding method focuses on sort of the less is more uh, because Let's be honest, internet truly doesn't need any more of content that is of no relevance to our audience, hearts and minds. In the previous episode, I talked about what the traditional, sort of the conventional employer branding often tends to be, as, as opposed to this modern version I have developed and successfully executed since about 2017. And I guess the single key difference based on my experience of working with over 200 growth companies in Finland and in the Nordics and speaking with more than 1,000 you know, uh, companies over the past few years, the single key difference between modern and conventional employer branding is the objective of employer branding. I find the uh, conventional employer branding to be, in fact, recruitment marketing. It often has very short-term objectives, and those objectives are getting applications to a vacancy or to, you know, more vacancies than one. And with this kind of objective, the audience will never be anybody else but those job seekers that are actively looking for a new job at the same time this campaign is ongoing. So it's also the question of relevance of content. If the call to action is always, you know, send an application to us, it is not relevant content for anybody but those who literally have, you know, an updated application ready to be sent out. The modern employer branding, on the other hand, focuses on expanding your talent audiences to those who might be your ideal job candidates, let's say next year or year after that. All branding is a marathon when recruitment is often a sprint. So if your goals are in the immediate future, a month from now or you know two months from now, uh, and you think you're doing employee branding, your tactics are wrong for the cause. And the consistent ongoing way of doing modern employer branding, according to, to my method, means that you will be working you know, always uh, for the ideal audience that you need let's say 12 to 31, uh, 36 months from now, because it's consistent. So you're updating your objectives as you go and always make sure that your target talent audience is relevant uh, to your business needs. 
Maybe you have already seen my candidate journey of the information era. If you have not, please take a look at the show notes of this episode at modernemployerbrand.com slash podcast three, because you can find this image there. I think it's a great image to capture what this modern employer branding really truly is about, because it is a journey. It is a journey uh, to which you invite your ideal talents together with your company. And you invite these talents to this journey long before, you know, they are considering you as a potential place of work. And this is the only way that you can build an audience of, you know, what HR people and recruiting people call the passive job seekers, who we all want to reach, but we can't and we won't reach those audiences if we do recruitment marketing because of the relevance of the content. But if you look at this candidate journey of the uh, information era, you see four steps. And the first way you have to start today is winning their attention. Because if you don't have their attention, there's nothing. So winning attention requires you to know more about your ideal target audiences. Uh, what is relevant to them? What kind of needs do they have? Uh, and not just about life or about work, but about life in general, and what kind of needs and and points of interest do they have outside the scope of changing a job? And how, how could you use that information in order to plan and create a content marketing that either inspires them, educates them, informs them, or entertains them? And it's very important to be careful here not to fall into the trap of viral campaigns. I've seen many of these in the recent years uh, where I see a company putting a lot of work, you know, working hours and time and effort into creating some kind of a viral campaign. But then the story doesn't continue from that. So they get a lot of attention for a day or for two or maybe like a week, but then they didn't have a plan what to do with that attention, how to make sure that at least part of that audience whose attention they want will progress to the next stage, which, which is, you know, the uh, building the awareness. So once you have consistently won the attention of your ideal audiences and raised their curiosity towards your content and what you represent, it's time to start building awareness with this newly established talent audience. And building awareness is about developing your company's employer image. I uh, tend to describe this as kind of like uh, uh, making sure that uh, everything you do results in you uh, getting your own pin into the map of the employers of that ideal talent. So you want to be on their radar. And this is what building awareness is about. So it's about developing your company's employer image. And this means that you are informing your audiences of, you know, things like what what do you represent, who you are, how you operate, about your people, the type of work you do, what problems do you, you solve for your customers, your purpose, your business, your customer promise, your culture, things like that. But at the same time, at this phase, it's super important to realize that your employer image is actually largely dependent on the experience 
experiences of your candidates, of your employees, past employees, current employees, of your customers, of any sort of freelancers you work with, any other partners that you work with. Uh, because if you fail in the experience department continuously, no matter what you do here uh, in the you know the development of your employer image area, your work really will be hammered down by those real experiences and people talking you know about their negative experiences about your business online and in the socials. But when you do succeed in this building of the awareness stage of the candidate journey of the information era, now you would be in a place where you have an active, fairly large audience consisting of talents in your target talent segments. And now it's time to move on to employer branding phase. And employer branding is about positioning your business as an employer in a way that will separate you from the competition in the same business. So in the uh, episode about what traditional employer branding often is, uh, I talk about how I find that many companies, when they do employer branding, they're in fact copy-pasting, you know, inspirational content and slogans and, you know, images and things like that from other companies in the same business. Now, that is not employer branding. That is copy-pasting. When you do employer branding, the whole purpose of, you know, creating a brand is to be different from the other options your audience has so you have to be careful you have to you you know you have to learn and understand and follow and and evaluate your competition as well because you want to make sure that you're clearly different from what they represent to those same talent segments and another thing about employer branding is also that in addition to making sure that you have a separate a different you know message a different brand from your competitions. Competition is also that at this phase of the candidate journey, you have to start to resonate on an emotional level with some part of your total talent audience. So it's also about starting to half and half and half your, uh, you know, your overall audience because not all, not everybody who is able to do the jobs that, um, you know, com- competence and skills or experience-wise uh, that you may have in the future, not all of them are your ideal talents. And actually, I've written a blog post about, you know, the, the you know, what is a strategically ideal talent, and I will actually make sure that you find a link to that blog post in this episode because it's very important to make a difference between everybody who could do the job and those specific people that you that you actually want to hire because they are ideal to your culture, to your values, to your ways of work. Also in this phase uh, of modern employer branding, uh, this is the employer branding phase is where the sort of the inbound elements start to build up. So you no longer attempt to call your audience for action, but actually with this, you know, leveraging the emotional connections, uh, you know, in between you and your audience members, your audience members become fond of what you represent and they start to offer themselves for you. So this is obviously building a dedicated, engaged audience, which for some very unique 
and special companies has also turned into a fan base of the brand audience. And the better or more deeply dedicated audience you have at this phase, the more value you will be able to generate for you from employer branding. So at this phase, your dedicated audience starts to proactively convert themselves, you know, into your advocates, into your spokespeople, into your customers, even into your fans, and eventually also into your job candidates and what I call inbound recruiting leads. So the next question is, of course, what do you need to do to successfully start doing modern employer branding. So my modern employer branding concept is purely strategic. So basically your number one action is to create that employer branding strategy. And uh, remember here not to fall into the second trap, which is that you think you're doing employer branding strategy, but you're actually doing recruitment marketing strategy. So remember that objective. Uh, Employer branding is to eventually convert your ideal talents of that time there, eventually somewhere there in the future. Whereas recruitment marketing objective is obviously to convert, you know, the the, high quality applicants to your jobs as soon as possible. This is what I uh, notice often at the strategy level that um, many people just you know, end up creating a recruitment marketing strategy, not an employer brand strategy. But the elements that go into at least, you know, my modern employer brand strategy are your key target segments. And this is important because your recruitment audiences are not necessarily your employer branding target segments. So uh, let's say you are an accountancy firm. Obviously, you might be recruiting, you know, controllers and bookkeepers and financial consultants and accountants, and uh, but you're also probably recruiting salespeople and project management people and marketing and HR and 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 uh, you know whatnot. So those, all of those audiences are your recruitment audiences. But your employer branding audience, if you're an accountant firm, your employer branding audience should be accountants. Accountants of today and accountants of tomorrow. But when I say accountants of today, I mean that people who in, let's say, in a year's time or two years time will be in a, you know, will be um, uh, experienced enough or 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 whatever is is your preference uh, to match your needs and qualifications at the time in the future. So your key target segments in employer branding is the core. This is what you need to understand, what you need to to be as precise as, as possible. And remembering that this is a marketing strategy, not a recruitment strategy. So you're not looking to you're not looking for segmenting your key target audiences in an employer brand strategy as if you were recruiting. So key target segments is first element. The second element is obvious, the purpose of employer branding. So what is the overall objective? If you're going to invest strategically into employer branding, you know, what does success look like? And this is the overall purpose, the objective that will keep your mind focused on on any tactics and actions that you will choose because this will describe you why on earth are you spending time on employer branding. Obviously, then you need uh, to have quantifiable uh, 
objectives and goals. So here you we're talking about key performance indicators, which are always about a trend and then obviously measurable goals. Now, in modern employer brand strategy, the key performance indicators on a strategy are always awareness, the growth, the improvement of awareness, affinity, the growth, the deepening of affinity towards your brand, and then obviously the overall conversions in the future. And then measurable goals are dependent on your actual chosen marketing media channels and the types of content that you do. Then we have the targeted employer brand position. So what do you visualize that as a result of this work, what do people think about you? What is this position that you will then own on your market? How do you differ from your competition? And it's very important to describe it as specifically as possible in your strategy because it will help you and guide you to also recognize when you need to say, no, this is not the kind of content that we will do because this is not helping us to position in this way that we want to. So employer brand position, what is your ideal employer brand position when this employer branding is working and delivering your results? And this is always in compa- you know, from the objective uh, or the, sorry, the perspective or your target audiences, uh, because they are looking at you as opposed to comparing you to the other similar employers. So they need to be able to describe you with specific words and adjectives when they talk about you and when they explain, for example, to somebody else, how does this company differ from that company? So this is very important to, to describe in your employer brand strategy. Then also what, uh, you know, what we do in modern employer branding in this method and in this strategy, we put into the strategy what I call the key story themes for your employer branding content. Now, this replaces the conventional employee value propositions, which tend to be, you know, finalized slogans. So in the time of uh, uh, social media and all this content driven that people want to look for content that inspires that educates that in, uh, informs and entertains them they're not looking for slogans they need more like deeper insight deeper content so this is a very important area of your employee brand strategy because with your chosen key story themes you will then in action make your employer brand position come the reality and influence and impact your key target segments to choose you over time in their own candidate journeys and your purpose of the employer branding work will become reality. Obviously then in your modern employer brand strategy you need to uh, select the media and channels that you will focus on. I mean when you get to work with modern employer branding this is the most rewarding most inspiring like the best job in the world i can tell you that and there's so much you can do there's so many routes that you can choose there's so many kinds of things that you can just create and and execute and it's so easy to just 
you know, become this kind of a random act of marketing machine. So you need to, we all, I mean, let's face it, we all have limitations to our resources. So you need to choose the kinds of media, uh, social media and the kinds of channels online uh, that are relevant to your target segments. So even if you loved Instagram like I do, uh, if your target audiences are unlikely to be on Instagram to spend time there, if you're unlikely to reach on a continuous basis your target audiences on Instagram, do not put Instagram as your chosen social media, even if you loved it, because this is not about impacting you, but influencing and impacting the key target segments on your employer brand strategy. And here, uh, my recommendation with our concept is always that your key sort of land is obviously your own career site. This is what you fully own, what you fully control. And obviously, when you get your audiences on your own website, you have better opportunities to also uh, remarket and retarget to them. Um we are so dependent on, you know, the social media platforms and when they make changes and if we build an app, if let's say that two years ago you had a massive uh, employer branding audience on Facebook and then the algorithm changed completely and, uh, you know, company um, profiles on Facebook are just like useless today and uh, you have you know, you've lost all the work that you did. So use your social media channels simply as a way to build, you know, the dialogue, get to know people, kind of, it's your dating ground, but eventually you want to invite them, you know, to your home. And uh, that's how you should think about your social media. It's just a, you know, an engagement channel and uh, uh, like a, route for you to to build forward but the actual work then you know typically tends to happen outside the social media and it's best to do it that way so choose the media and the channels but choose it according accordingly obviously your target segments but also your resources so it's better to choose just one social media if you're not if you if you don't have a lot of resources because the worst thing you can do when you do modern employer branding is that lack of resources puts you in a position where you don't have time to contribute to this work on a weekly basis. And the more social media you have, you know, you will have, the, you know, more work. So if you have two social media, you have double as much as a work because you can't copy paste stuff no longer from one social media to another. So even one social media done really, really well is so much more valuable for you than having 15 social media and not having time to do anything. And then the final area is your key types of content. So obviously your uh, target segments you know, decided for you what media, social media uh, you use. And those social media decide for you what are your key types of content. So whether it's, you know, copy text content, whether it's images, whether it's a podcast, you know, voice sound, or whether it's a video. Uh, so you need to also choose those and choose them according to your resources. It is so much easier to create and faster and, and you know, cost-effective to write a blog post than to create a podcast or take photos or, you know, do video content. But, uh, you know, 
think about what, how, how to how to best reach your target segments and respond to their content needs. And also, you know, if all of your competition is doing video marketing, uh, it's not going to help you to scream louder there and do more videos. It's probably a better than to whisper, which in marketing language means that choose another content type that you can, you know, better reach your target segments. Then the next step, once you have your strategy in place, is to do a content marketing inventory. A lot of companies today tend to have, a, you know, content They've done content marketing, maybe, you know, randomly, maybe ad hoc, maybe for the customer audiences. Take a look if any of existing content is relevant or easily modifiable, you know, to meet your employer brand strategy framework, because, you know, there's no reason to create new content if you already have usable existing content that with little modifications you know you can take advantage of and leverage for your modern employer branding work but i bet you will have to also do new content the next step you need to do is to create your content marketing plan and schedule schedule is super super important so instead of thinking like a like a traditional marketing plan where you have like endless amount of work document pages you know describing all kinds of actions that you do i recommend and how we do modern employer branding for our customers is to literally take up a calendar uh, whether it's an online calendar, I don't care whether you do it on Excel or Trello, whatever, as long as it's a calendar format, because it's if it's not on the calendar, you know, we're not going to do it. So you have to plan your content marketing activities on your schedule. And the minimum is that you have at least one weekly activity uh, on your schedule for publishing content. So once in a week, you have to come up with new post new content that is relevant to your target segments but around that one new content you also have to plan and schedule the creation of that content and then you know uh, we always advise that instead of creating five blog posts create one and then repurpose that content into different other formats you can make a uh, you can make one from, from from one blog post you can do you know uh, quotes you can do a summaries as a social media post you can uh, do a podcast content and so on so think about how you can repurpose your content. And then you also have to plan and schedule data analysis, both for the strategy, which takes place, you know, let's say monthly or quarterly. Uh, and then obviously for all the marketing actions, which I recommend uh, evaluating or at least checking out on a weekly basis and then properly evaluating on a monthly basis because you want to understand whether your actions are correct, whether they have an impact, whether they are driving traffic to your website, for example, whether they are you know, working towards your employer brand strategy goals because you also need to then change and optimize and improve what you do. There is no point looking at data only to see like, oh, we did this. Data is best used when it teaches you what you need to do more, better or stop doing. 
obviously then is the content creation cycle, which is really important. And my advice always to our customers is that when you first start this, don't start it, don't kick it off, don't launch your modern employee branding uh, until you have enough content for whole three months because then you know you have that content and you have time to start creating new content when you run out of this old content so the worst thing i think the consistency is the key in getting results so if you start today and then nobody hears hears again from you until next month you might as well start next month and use this month to create enough content to last you then for another month so what does success look like when you commit to consistent modern employer branding? Uh, it will look like a highly engaged talent audience who consistently mentions you, recommends you and speaks highly of you. It will look like increased traffic and conversion rates to your content. Even when you pay zero euros or zero dollars for your marketing. You will get to enjoy the perks of predominantly organic organic social media impact because your audience starts to work for you. And you regularly get inbound recruitment leads from talents that are actually a very good match with your business, with your hiring needs, your culture and your values. And um, uh, as a, BB, a B2B company, I see that we also get regularly business leads and invitations for sales meetings from prospective customers because of the same content. So when we execute the same, you know, same method, um, we execute it in a way that we get, you know, but we build both our company brand uh, to our B2B customer audiences as well as our employer brand to our future recruitment needs audiences but we're not regularly hiring so we're not doing re recruitment marketing and actually with this method that we've been now executing since um, uh, about the uh, spring of 2017 ourselves uh, for the past year year at least maybe even more year and a half could be we regularly receive uh, inbound recruitment leads from uh, talents who want us to consider them when we next hire. So I don't do any regular recruitment marketing at all anymore. I don't have to publish job posts and start the normal recruitment campaign because I have an active recruitment lead base that I keep in contact with and I keep them warm until I need to hire. And then I look from that source. And I've noticed also that over this time, uh, that we've been actively doing our own uh, uh, modern employer branding, uh, I personally managed to cut down the, also the time spent on onboarding and getting my new employees fully productive, uh, which used to be about 9 to 12 months to actually to about three to six months. And I think this is a huge time and cost saving uh, for any business but it's super valuable for the sort of the small and medium-sized businesses like, like mine. Alrighty, this was uh, episode three of the Modern Employer Branding Podcast. My name is Susanna Rantanen, and you can find me on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. If you look either, either the Modern Employer Brand blog or uh, my handle Rantanen Susanna, that's R A N. T-A-N-E-N-S-U-S-A-N-N-A. -N 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 
You can find the show notes of this episode on my blog at modernemployerbrand.com slash podcast three. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you know, you're getting inspiration and value out of my podcast and blog content. Uh, please give me feedback on socials or send me an email to susanna at emine.fi. That's susanna at emine, dot fi. I'm so excited to do this podcast for you, but my excitement will quickly be killed if you don't enjoy and find this inspirational. So do let me know. Thank you for listening and uh, it's going to be bye-bye until next week. <laughs>